You're listening to the Unreasonable Fridays Podcast Network. Go ahead, stand up, stand up, stand up. another episode of ADD Space. I'm your host, Aaron Rand Freeman, and with me, the actual host, the owner proprietor, senior QA lead, social media manager, art director, CEO, CFO, lead therapist, community manager, athletic trainer, Elise Bacon. Bacon, how are you, Bacon? Uh, 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 my voice is cracking. Why is your voice cracking? Um, Because I'm on testosterone. Yes. It's cracking, but it has a, it has a, nice, has a nice bassy finish. Where you take. Mm-hmm. It just sits nicely on radio. You're not, you're not like sitting into like 3 a.m. long drive radio like at the finish there at the end i mean you're still yelling but it's like a soothing yelling like getting hit with a weighted blanket like a whip like it's still a weighted blanket but it impacted you extremely hard and knocked you to the ground but it's still a weighted blanket so someone could like throw it on you and you're just gonna go to sleep so it's a lot of good things happening all at once at different velocities that's very good um, this is the first time convening. Um, usually I ask Bacon how they are, but I wanted to preface this by saying it is a dual content drop week where Destiny had content, Final Fantasy had content, it was Gamescom. So most of this, most of our communication was us yelling at each other in all caps. Yeah, Aaron's just like, "What are you doing?" And I'm like, "Final Fantasy, what the fuck?" <laughs> And, you're, and he's like, are you still Final Fantasying? And I'm like, I haven't stopped Final Fantasying. I've been doing it from like 5 a.m. to midnight. What are you talking about? I have money to make off of these goddamn raiders. Money. And I still need a new mind gear. What the fuck? What do you want from me? They gave me Animal Crossing. Oh, they gave you what now? <laughs> uh, uh, content. Okay, but before we get into that you know we'll get into that now because we have to get into it right now i mean well it's important that everyone i was i was gonna use like the opening to talk about bullshit real life things like we've been doing because then we can talk about like the fun stuff that we like that makes us happy so i'm like do i start off with the happy stuff and then end angry or do i start with the angry stuff and then get happy like what do i do you start off with the real life stuff because that is what fuels the gaming it's important that everyone everyone have the understand the experience. And how? it does get into how much like like it's it's not that I've just been no life crafting nonstop all day long. Now I'm not saying I haven't been crafting nonstop all day long, but I'm just saying it's not no life crafting stuff all day long. Um, because what we do in our FC is we say to everybody i'm like you can have a f- one full set of the current crafted tier because that way you're not locked out of content like you don't have to like grind or farm for con- like gear to like try and figure out like you don't even though like it's not hard to like do that it just makes it so it's like you it, you will be current so it's fine like you're not gonna be locked out out of any of the current content like at all 
and you can just focus on playing the fucking game. Um, and some people take a step on it and some people don't. Um, so, and then like, you know, some people like have their own crafting classes and so they, they do the, they do their own thing. But I, the recent unemployed have spent my mornings on the phone from like 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Half of the time just sitting on hold, trying to get a hold of all these basic ass services. And some of them aren't very basic because there's some fuck shit happening. <laughs> um, so like I'm I'm gonna I'm like trying to do like so like my industry that I work in was already dying before COVID. And then COVID just kind of like nail in the coffin like it's over like it's dead Jim like I don't where we are not the breed is dying um they're shifting like my entire like work career into like extra work for other people (laughs) (laughs) of course with no increase in pay like I there is there is like a job like I have a very specific job and what they're doing is like okay what if we eliminate this job entirely and split it in half between one experienced person who's already doing a lot of work and one per like trade like non-degreed trade person who or intern who we don't want to pay <laughs> and is also doing too much work. So like that is like my actual job has gotten split into that. And then the 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 last third of it is just gone straight into automation because I work in production and manufacturing environments. Um, And so I'm like, cool. My industry is going through going through things. Um, The Mexicans are taking your jobs. Machines are right. Um, Which is something I I, like. I've always been saying. Um, So. I'm like, cool, let me see if I can get my unemployment extended because I only have like five months of it. Right. Um, but do job training. So I'm trying to do that. And they're like, cool, you don't, in order to do job training, you don't need to like contact the school or sign up with the school first. Except for when you fill out the form, it asks you for your school contact. <laughs> and so I'm like, cool, I need the school contact. Registration for fall quarters it doesn't start until the 29th for job training folks. So I'm like, cool. Let me just sit on the phone for like, you know, try to get stuff together. And then I'm like, okay, well, let me try to check out my EBT status because like I submitted it like a month and a half ago and they still haven't looked at my income ver- like verification documents. So I'm like, cool. And not their fault super understaffed extremely overwhelmed for my area right now to get into the real fuck shit like actual actual fuck shit all right my apartment complex (laughs) has decided that uh they did not bill us for 15 months of utilities and have decided to come and back bill 
And the email that they gave was like, so sorry to be the bearer of bad news, but we're going to need this money. And I'm like, excuse me, the what? <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. They're like, I can, and they immediately go, I can set up a payment plan with you. Now, payment plan sounds good, right? Except for once you set up a payment plan with an apartment complex, it becomes a legally binding document and they can continue taking money from you after you move out. Hmm. When I move out from here, we will be living in a more expensive place. Guaranteed. And we'll, at 1,000% guaranteed. 100%. This isn't an if. This is, no. I'm living in a unit that is well below market value because I've been living here for like seven, eight years. Like, like well below market value. Uh they're they're trying to do something with the complex i forgot what it's called but it's like it's something that you do either before you're trying to sell it or before you're trying to renovate to like get like the value like get extra money that for like the value of your building so mm -hmm. you can like then put that money i forgot what the word is but you know what i'm talking about yeah. so they're trying to do that and I'm like, cool, either they're going to do more renovations or they're going to sell. But so the owners are trying to like, are going through and just being like, let me count my pennies and see where I can just like, where are the egregious billing errors? Not counting the fact that they also have other egregious billing errors. So they slapped us with $1,500, um, which. On top of your rent. Yes. And they want us to pay it back. But they, because of a COVID stipulation, they can't actually do late fees on it. Right. Because my city is my so rent control is against Washington state law. Right. So, so what the city and county and other local ordinances have been doing is try to do all of these other stipulations and like workarounds to make it super ass for slum lords to exist. <laughs> <laughs> they're making it like they there's a there's a local ordinance where they're like, cool, you can you can absolutely raise month, but you can only raise uh, rent uh, with six months notice. Hmm. <laughs> which okay. gives which gives them no time to figure out what the fuck the market's going to be like in six months. Right. And they can only they're only allowed to raise it like X percent and they have to give a six months notice like minimum minimum. God bless it. I love that. Yeah. So so halfway through your lease. They like a year long lease. They have to be like your rent will be raised in six months, giving you time to prepare. <laughs> so again, like they're trying to find like they're, they're working. They're like, where are all the loopholes and where can we just drown uh, landlords and paperwork to keep them from evicting tenants? Because we're having a massive housing crisis. Yes, I can imagine and, like, massive homelessness and housing crisis yeah. like it's there there are there are enough homes for people but the people can't afford them and the people are getting evicted at yes. like astronomical rates oh yeah um, yeah it's like that so all of like there's like there's a lot of like legal aid and like um what not all the city even runs like half of it, which is like to again explain how bad it is. The city runs like some of the legal aid programs, right. thank <laughs> and, you, thank you, and tenant dispute programs, right? <laughs> <laughs> like they even offer like a mediate with your landlord here. <laughs> we will meet. We will have a third person to help mediate and facilitate the conversation between you and your landlord. 
I like to think it's one of those um, large men in cat masks that detain Justin, but that's neither here nor there. Help you mediate with your landlord. But anyway, please continue. Yeah, so, like, I, of course, like, immediately contacted the city, and I'm like, is what? Do I have, like, what are my rights here? Like, is this legal? Like, what's going on? And the city's just like, uh, this is all looking sketch, but, like, we can't actually give you, like, legal advice or like anything um and they're also like but as soon as you get a pay or vacate like because my um after some time like the city first off told me not to contact or reply to them and i'm just like because anything i say i could get into an agreement with them which again is legally binding and i have to take with me well after my lease um so they're like, don't agree to anything. Don't like say anything until like you, we get back to somebody who can help facilitate the conversation and help you like navigate that. And I'm like, cool. And so their response was to be like, hey, if you don't respond, we're going to send a we're going to send an official notice with a pair of vacate. And I'm like, dope. So I replied to them being like, I'm in contact with the city. This is what's going on. Uh, they literally told me not to make any agreements with you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. And um, so, like, they did actually sign a payer vacate, which I had gotten last week Friday. And the payer vacate was just, like, pay, like, these X three months. And then they're also, like, trying to get me to do a, like, a, for a forced payment plan of, like, $637 a month until that, uh, back build utilities amount is paid and i'm like you can go fuck yourselves absolutely um so i had contacted uh the city and was just like got my peri vacate because that escalates my case and gets me like mm. with a new person and also, the pair of vacate gives me access to new re more resources because everybody's case, everyone's caseloads are full. Right. Everyone's, everyone's caseloads are full. Some of them aren't even accepting like pair of vacate. They're only like doing like like assistance for the if you have to go to court. <laughs> hmm. All right. Like, um, and I'm like. Jesus Christ, this is, and, and this isn't just, like, one organization. I've, like, called, like, ten. <laughs> this city is, like, hello, all of our caseloads are full. Um, so, I also got a hold of, like, the property manager, because the property manager also manages, like, several properties, but for this, for this company, I got a hold of the property manager, and we had some words. Um, I didn't cuss her out, but she, in her uh follow-up email, she did say let's try to continue to keep things civil. Oh. Um <laughs> She was also trying to like explain to me like, "Oh no, this is totally not a shady thing." And I'm like, "How is this not shady?" <laughs> like in the phone call, she was really she was really like, "No, that's absolutely not shady to expect that, you know, you're something that's been on you had been paying for years and that was like stipulated in your lease that you get collected for just because we didn't bill you and i'm like yes that's actually shady yes. 
Yes. That is, hello, 100%. this is the definition of shady. Yes. And I'm like, I pay the bill that you give me. I only have one avenue of paying a bill. It's the fucking website. Like, I'm going to pay it there. You didn't charge me. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Um, however, her math was also wrong. So it's supposed to be like 15 months of like $90 utilities. So on the thing, it's like, so you have to pay like 1500, like (laughs) $1,590. And I'm like, where did this extra like three hundred dollars come like two like two three hundred dollars come from? Bro, did you really just did you really just take the take the two numbers and that's not how multiplication works? And I'm like, I'm like and the the months that they're so also like you can't evict somebody in Seattle for any like COVID related billing, like on their rent or utilities. So like like you have to work with them to get that number down, but if they don't pay future rent, you can like evict. Right. So they try to snag us for March through June, which again they didn't bill us for, but they actually did bill us for June. Cause I paid for June. It's in the ledger. <laughs> so in this conversation with her, where I'm just like, Oh no, and she's trying to be like, no, this isn't shady. I'm like, bitch, you're overcharging me. Like, you don't even have your billing straight. <laughs> so she fa- she was like, shit. I and she's like, oh, you're right. I'm like, yeah, you see why I'm angry. <laughs> <laughs> and to which finally she was just like, I'm just trying to do my job here. I'm like, yes, I understand you're just trying to do your job. My anger isn't even personal at you, but I'm still pissed. Yes. I get to be angry right now. You have a shitty job making people angry. I'm sorry. You might want yeah, to get a I'm, different I'm job sorry, if you take it personal. this is your job. Right. You have a shitty job. You have a shitty job. Like, sorry, this is your job. I am 1,000% allowed to be angry. Yes. You're literally nickel and diming me for like literally you told me 15 times 90 is 1590 like the audacity that's your job (laughs) that is your job to do that that matt the that's you should quit just ethically ethically you should not want to do this um (laughs) so i need an attorney (laughs) uh and so she sent Oh, also, I have to say that she turned off my ability to pay for the bill online. Right. So they were requesting money from us, but turned off our ability to pay using the online system and gave us no alternate way of paying. And her reasoning for that was if I paid like the rent that they had already billed us for like next month, it would reset the whole 14 pair vacate. So she, she cannot allow us to pay anything unless we come up with like a, a a a way of resolving this first and i'm like i don't think that's actually legal that doesn't sound right so we can't so because we can't pay the bill you came up with out of nowhere you won't let us pay you rent for the place we live aren't these two separate agreements two completely separate things and i'm pretty sure you cannot prevent a tenant from paying you money 
for any reason. You have to pull up there and and shake him down to force him to take a check, a paper check. <laughs> right. Yoking people up. Right. Strong arming people. Leave an unconscious was, person at the front desk with a check balled up in their mouth. <laughs> right. I'm like, I'm like, I don't think you can do that. And she's like, well, we absolutely can. And I'm like, no, I don't think that one you can do. Like, we can have an argument over the fact that the $90 is stipulated and you can force us through extremely shady means. Because shady does not mean illegal. Shady just means you're pulling some shady fuck shit. Mm. Uh. Uh, which she did not like hearing that. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so, but again, she wants us to keep it civil. Like, I will no. not cuss you out. And that's as far as we're going. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, you first. You understand. Right. You tell me 15 times 90 is 15, 15, 90. Yeah. I, I should be I should be legally allowed to hit you with a chair in response to that. You telling me with a straight face that fifteen times nine I need to pay you fifteen one thousand five hundred and ninety dollars. That's a fight. That's a fight. You wanna fight. It but looks like a fight, doesn't it? If you wanna fight, you just you just That's sure. That no, that's un Yes. But please <laughs> continue. <laughs> um yes so <laughs> i uh had caught got the city person because like again as soon as i get the payer vacate like it expedites so i got a call within the city within like two days instead of like the one and a half month that took last time and they're like uh all of that sounds bad. Can't give you legal advice, but I can tell you if the payer vacate is accurate. So once they send you a new payer vacate, we can like basically be like, no, you can't actually do this. Send a new one. Giving like more time. Because the, the other thing that's a little, not sure if that's correct, is they're using utilities to do a rent payer vacate. What? Like I yeah, said, those are two separate, those are two separate bills. Specifically here in Seattle, the can't evict for late utilities right now because of COVID and the stuff. There's like, like I said, they're drowning people in paperwork. It's essentially to keep them as eviction prevention. They're drowning the landlords in paperwork. And so they are like within the payer vacate, they are using like utilities as a rental payer vacate. Huh. Okay. And so the city person was like, just send me the payer vacate because if it's not correct, like I can just continue sending it back if it doesn't match up with how it's supposed to be. In the meantime, we can get you like legal resources, et cetera. Um, however, again, like another another table flip happened is that I was supposed to get a new pair of vacate because again, like all the math was wrong. Right. And uh, instead, she's like, "So we're allowing you to pay for your rent, 
And uh, we will come back to this at the end of next month. But hopefully we can keep the conversation open and keep it civil and come up with a payment plan that works for everybody. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes, that exact response. That is that is that is my exact response. So I have to like contact the city and be like, now they don't want to give us the bear vacate for I don't know what reasons, but they are letting us pay for like our rent for the next month. Um, question. So now I'm going to have to try. I know. And I can't use the dispute resolution center, the ERP, because she hasn't sent a new pay or vacate. Huh. So I'm like, oh, so you don't want me to get an attorney or go through the city or go through anything for this? Yes, just pay you. I'm like, I'm like, this is what this sounds like. Yes, just pay you guys because you we have I have a bill here clearly that's for me, so I need to pay it. That's that's what you're saying. I need to pay pay the bill you came up with suddenly this large one. Okay, fair fair enough. Okay. Don't talk to anyone and, about it. Don't get any assistance, by the way. Don't get any legal assistance from anyone. Just just pay it. Right. And I'm sitting here like, you know what? I'm willing to pay for all of the post-COVID stuff. So that like like $360 that they were trying to do the pay or vacate for. You know what? Fine. I'll pay. I have I will pay that. Cool. The other thousand, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> can Go fuck yourself. That's ass. This is not our fault. And she's trying to be like, well, you should have expected it because you've been like billing. And I'm like, you didn't bill us for 15 months. Yes. That's on you guys. You have to bill us. We can't be running around following you around asking about the bill that we didn't know existed. Was that even in your lease? Uh, so it is in the lease. It was just buried. Oh, yeah. That ain't it. Especially because it got buried during the end of the world, didn't it? Uh, it was like it. It was something. It was something that came up. It was something that was ignored during COVID, and then all of a sudden popped up. You know, it was actually it was ignored for a long time. Now that I'm thinking about it, because that lease occurred when they bought the building. Because oh. they remember they bought the building pre-COVID. Yeah. And then we were on a month-to-month lease because they were going to evict everybody. Huh. Okay, I remember that. Yeah. I don't think they billed us since we signed the one-year lease. Oh. Okay. So yeah, I don't. I'm like, I'm like, my utilities weren't $90 before you guys took over the company. So it wasn't even for years. Hmm. Yeah. That's shady. Yeah. But, but it's not, it's not shady. Aaron. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I've, I've spent, I've spent my mornings on hold for, that's such, a, that's such a that's such a henchman that's such a henchman job to have 
Like just to be like the customer service version of whoever Batman throws around before they before he gets to whomever he arrests. You know what I mean? Like it's like you're you know better, but for the sake of whatever reason, you've just kind of psyched yourself out into not. And it's like it's commendable, but you must understand when Batman drops you out of that second floor window, you absolutely deserve it. I understand you have to make ends meet. I understand life is hard. I understand. You talk to yourself about it. At the end of the day, you're uh, you're doing a genuinely awful thing to people at the worst possible time. So, like I said, when Batman bounces you off the hood of the Batmobile, understand. I I hear you. I know your medical bills are going to be extremely high and costly, and you no longer have any income because they arrested the Penguin as well as shattering your leg. But you kind of deserve it. A little bit. Just understand, I just don't care. I'm not saying you, I said you deserve it, but it's more so, I just don't care about your well-being as much as I would someone else. Mm -hmm. Terrible job. Truly unfortunate. You should quit it. I understand you can't, but that's the sentiment. Just telling people they owe any amount of money. That's going to be the title of the show. 15 times 90 equals 1590. <laughs> I was so pissed. I'm like, what the fuck? The, I was looking at that math. And like the funny, you want to know the funny thing is when she had given me the, sorry to be the bearer of bad news email, it said 1350 in the email. So I both got to check my math and look at the email and look at the payer vacate and look at what they had put on our online billing system and be like, one of these things is not like the other. Mm-hmm. But it's not shady, Aaron. Not shady at all. It's totally not shady. Perfectly above board. Completely above board. Everything is fine. They can go fuck themselves. It's always weird. So that, it's always weird that people have those jobs, but you're not making enough money in that job to not be a victim of this job if anything were to happen to you where you live. So it's like, why are you being a henchman when you could be strong-armed by someone else's henchman came down to? Do you know what actually bothers me most about it is you don't need to cape for your employer. No. Like, you don't, like, the the whole, like, you should have known thing, completely unnecessary. Do you know what you didn't need to do in that situation, even when dealing with an angry person, is Kate for your employer. Because everything that your employer is trying to do, the entire reasoning that you gave me for what your employer, why your employer is doing this, is shady fuck shit. There is zero reason to Kate for your employer. That's actually what made me angrier. Like, I wasn't angry at that person until they tried to, like, cape for their boss. And I'm like, you don't need to do that. That is incredibly unnecessary and not necessary for your fucking job. Have we stumbled upon yet another rule? Because, like I said, this is a show about life. And and despite, it is very, very centered on nerd culture. It's also a show about life. And is that a life rule? That if you have a shitty job shaking down people for money, granted, we all need money. Don't cape for the company that's shaking people down. That's a rule. You think that'd be a good hard and fast rule? Like if you want to avoid having chairs thrown through the front of your business, don't cape for the business nickel and diming people who don't have nickels and dimes. The rule? We come up yeah, with a like, rule. I'm yeah. like, I'm like, listen. 
collections is a shitty job, right? Absolutely. Like it's a shitty job. Somebody is going to have that job. So like we don't need to be an asshole to the person who's trying to do the collections. No. We don't need to be happy about it, but we just don't need to be a dick. Right. However, that person on the other end also does not need to be a dick. They don't even have to be gracious. They don't even have to be cordial. They can just be like, hey, here to get money and be like, don't have money. Cool. Making a note. Bye. Even right. like even though like they do have like quotas for like getting people money like et cetera. Oh. like it 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 is not centered around like positive the whole the whole job makes it so that you cannot have a positive interaction at all with the other person on the other line right that's but you also are not required to cater for your employer not you do all. not need to be like why don't you have money or you should have been expecting this bill or x y and z like you don't need to do that. I mean, you can just be ready for literally any combination of responses. Like, if you ever want to get, you can get everything from a smart remark about your salary, which I guarantee you can't be high, and, or, um, a close fist, open hand, downward bash to the forehead, which is my favorite. That's how you know someone truly dislikes what's happening when they close fists, but then hammer down over you over and over again. That means they, they, they're too angry to even, um piece together how to throw a punch they're just they're just coming down on your head which i've seen more than once and it makes me laugh every time i shouldn't laugh but i do so yes we found a rule um found two of them Mm -hmm. you can be kind to your customer service collection people they have a terrible job but they need money as a customer service collection person you don't need to cape for the entity that pays you. Mm-hmm. Do not need to. It's not part of that job description. You, you do not to. have to. And I've worked for enough corp like corporate customer service jobs to be able to say you do not have to cater for it. There is nothing in that. Even the handbook may be like, try to wrap up your business positively. You don't have to fucking do that because it's not a rule. Motherfucker, you can't rep your rep your business doesn't care about you. They would drop you in a moment. They would drop you for a moment and be the third call you get when you can't make rent for two months. Are you kidding me? Any Yes, don't do that. Don't back corporations. Leave your job. Your job pays you. It's okay to have a neutral relationship with your job. That's a whole thing about that. Did you see? I don't know if you've seen the whole hullabaloo about quiet quitting. Uh so I have like I have like two things on the quiet quitting thing. First off, one of this is going to involve an age card. Um, here is my age card. Take it here. You can take my age How card. How old are you so everyone can know? You're I'm 36. 36. Um, All right. So the word quiet quitting emerged from like a TikTok thing. Now, the word is being used by people who are doing the quiet quitting. And the reasons why they're doing it is because they're tired of just all of the bullshit and being taken advantage of by their employers. Like they're everybody's we're in this moment where employers are like trying to burn people out. And I mean, they've been trying to do it for decades, but like, it's, we haven't, we have a new workforce. Like we're living through a pandemic. Uh, we're in a massive constitutional crisis. Although these trials are 
fucking lit and hilarious and concerning, but also really fun. Like it's it's hard not to watch these people in these January six trials and January six committees and everything related and not laugh at some of the stuff <laughs> because it's just like where wh- what how do you think this way? Like we, this is like we transcended satire. By the way, like we like we we always said satire had died years ago, but we transcended satire. This is the best satirical our country. This trial is the best American satirical product of all time. <laughs> I'm like I'm like l- look at people who have never been held accountable for their actions in their entire lives like surprise Pikachu face. It is wild. Yes. So, away from that though. Uh so like people are like I can't I can't do this and they're like I'm only doing what is required of me for my job i'm not taking any additional work i'm not like working any extra hours i'm just i'm doing the like cookie cutter like this is laid out in my job description and my job like i'm not doing any more than that and they're like calling that quiet quitting because in part like when you don't do extra stuff employers look at you and be like why aren't you doing why aren't you doing more for the company? Why aren't you doing more for the thing? This will affect your job performance. It's like, you can go fuck yourself. Um, so again, the term emerge from the people who are doing it, the people who are being exploited. It's a like a whole thing on TikTok. TikTok makes up phrases for things that they don't actually need to do, but that's a unique part of tiktok specifically <laughs> especially some of these white people like if you've heard of slugging it's white people discovering lotion yeah so i'm just like i'm like tiktok you're doing too much but i understand where you're coming from now there's the other half of it which is how media is turning the talk and quiet quitting into this whole thing Hmm. And of course, the media is talking about it in such a way that is extremely problematic. <laughs> yes. Like, I mean, you know, they're they're talking about it. It was just like, well, why? How how dare they? Like, I don't know. You're you're better at this than me at this part of it than me. Uh, which bit? Uh, explaining how the media is talking about like people who are quiet quitting. Um. We have, I mean, the media is all, is probably the tip of the spear in the whole, this whole um, go to work despite the multiple pandemics, um, threat of violence and low wages um, initiative that started somewhere in the middle of the pandemic and now is gaining a lot of steam since now we're masks off. The CDC doesn't care what, when we have cake and juice at all. It doesn't care how long we're out for recess at all. And that that apparently is the end of the pandemic for this country. Nicely done. And uh, media definitely pushes that forward. Um, our relation to labor, which has changed. They're really gaslighting us about... Because we all remember when the employers and those with and the money people told us that it's in our best interest to get sick and die. Right? Like, it's in our best interest economically to get sick and or die. They said this. Across across the nation, we had people rejecting aid. There we were senators, congressmen wrestling to the ground over aid. Um, business people complaining, passive aggressive behavior. 
acknowledgement of the fact that we should be comfortable getting sick and dying because that's what Americans do. We go to work no matter what. And um, that message was received. And now it's like the, the media, the media campaign is mostly focused on acting like that message didn't happen, even though it was a message for two years of our lives. So the whole discussion about quiet quitting is um, definitely working on vilifying. Just doing your fucking job. Just doing your job is just vilifying the concept of just doing your job, not acting like those who gave us our job told us they don't care if we live or die. That's why America, that's why our labor situation is the way it is. One, a million people died. Two, the rest of us who survived were told explicitly they don't care. Uh, it's, it's kind of funny. So at my, at my last job, and again, this goes to show like, if you don't do extra, you get penalized for it. Um, I was in charge of uh, managing uh, a specific set of vendors and project and sending uh, projects to said vendors. And so, you know, cool. Makes sense. Right. right. So I had been meeting with, you know, people from various teams to explain to them, this is what I do. Come to me when you have like a specific project and we'll send it to the vendor and we'll get it done with like minimal work on our end and a very, like a very reasonable cost and they'll do like all of the really hard stuff for us. Right. Yeah. And so um, this one team had a project and uh, I had literally had my second or third meeting with them before they had um, asked if I could do a part of a portion of this project by hand right. to which, and the, doing this pro portion of the project by hand would actually go against like my disability accommodations. What? Yeah. yeah. And so I said, no. And my reasoning for saying no was why didn't they come to me so I could vendor it? Actually, my first one was why didn't we send it to a vendor to do this? And um, my second question was, why didn't they come to me so I could facilitate the conversations with the vendor so we could have gotten a reasonable cost for this instead of using labor hours, which is going to cost the company more than sending it to the vendor. Right. And um, it had turned into a conversation of... Uh, well, this will be remembered that you don't want to do this. So if you're fine with just making like 60 hours every two weeks, then okay. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I'm great with 60 hours every two yeah. weeks. I only want to work as much as it takes for me to keep my insurance. 60 hours of pay period, fucking great. Thank you. I am disabled. <laughs> and my disability functions around my energy levels. Why would you? Like, why, why? I, like I am too, I'm I physically cannot move in the morning when I have a flare. Like yeah. I, I cannot get to work if I'm having a flare up. So yes, I want to work the bare minimum of hours it keep, takes for me to keep my insurance. That's all. But it's just like, exactly, Aaron. <laughs> I don't, that's what you should want. 
You know, and the thing about it is the people when you burned out employees degrade the quality of the work environment and the product anyway. So they, they should be happy. I don't even care about 40 hours. You should always be happy when your employees have good work life balance because it means it's infinitely less likely like you're infinitely less likely to have a meltdown. Or decline in work quality because you are absolutely working to your energy level. Because once people start exceeding their energy level, everything falls apart sooner or later. So I don't. And it's without fail. That's why a lot of these burnout jobs have um, morale issues and 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 all types of uh, so uh, all types of legal issues pop up and how everyone treats each other. It's because they're burned out. Burned out people can't be thoughtful of other people it's very hard for them especially when you're not great in the first place most humans as we've learned are not so you shouldn't burn us out and then have us interact with each other for pay you shouldn't but you know that's me i'm um a quiet quitter socialist commie person i think yes so everyone benefits also I'm of the mind that we simply don't really have 80 hours of work for most people anymore. We don't have for per pay period. We don't have 80 hours of work for a lot of stuff. People working in shorter bursts for shorter hours. I think six hours is a sweet spot for all human beings. And it gives you enough, to, it gives you the room to actually, if you want to work more, then do more. 40 hours plus more is absurd. 30 hours plus more, it gives you a little wiggle room. 25 hours, it gives you wiggle room to finally, you can find out as an employer who wants to do more just from the people who are exceeding a reasonable amount of hours. But again, I'm a quiet quitter, pinko commie, liberal, social, communist, beta cuck. That's me. (laughs) I question how much needless grinding Americans are doing. At first, it was it, it. It's. I thought it was in service of capitalism. Now I think it's in service of masking trauma, because all we have left to do is either fight for equality and equity and social justice, acknowledge our place in the great hierarchy of America, or go to work. There's nothing else to do. We are super fed. We have all the media, all the electronics. We have access to all the things that we thought only wealthy people had access to. We get cars summoned. We get low-price, high-end electronics to the point where, like I said, that's where NFTs came from. Wealthy people assigned value to PNG files because they had to assign value to something so that you could signify they were rich because you could certainly acquire a Porsche. At some point, you could get a Porsche. And it is no longer these things are no longer the domain of the wealthy, and um, we have very little, we have very little as a society to wrestle with besides our position within society. And I think part of that is, like I said, that's why the, that's why there is the big push for us to go the fuck back to work. That's why there is the argument among people to um, work more. Um, I'm not going to derail it with another segue into the student loan conversation. Oh God, no! I'm staying all the way out of that we're conversation. Not, we're not I'm going so yet. We have to talk about video games on this video game program at some point. 
but it is definitely at this point very much related to make to finding something to argue about and be concerned with because we have nothing left but our social position and social justice and equity and who is considered human that we are literally there is nothing left for us who makes money why why can't we make money who are they who is considered human and why those are the only questions we're left with we get all the media we have all the entertainment we have all the access to all the stuff why can't i make any money why am i not human why is rent why is rent 60 percent of my income as it and we hate it we are not handling this position well in society at all we are handling it poorly as evidenced by the things we obsess over as a country and uh, we are at maximum avoidance right now maximum maximum avoidance maximum avoidance yeah but again we host a show you own and proprietate and social commentate you direct the art for you manage the community of you are beloved dashing fantastic cheekbones and jawline for a show about video games Yes, well, this was actually like I was. I, it wasn't unvideo game related. It's always video game related. So while I was on the phone uh, with all these people <laughs> trying not to cuss them out, um, <laughs> said it was re- related. Uh, Final Fantasy fourteen six dot two patch drop. The greatest and- segue. I'm gonna I'm gonna nominate this for Segway of the Year at <laughs> it Segway.com. Was related entirely because it's probably what kept me from either one setting things on fire or two telling people about themselves. Um so I was so Final Fantasy 14 6.2 patch came out and there's a lot of content that like a lot of lot of fucking content that dropped there uh so we got they they're testing out a thing this patch where um they're testing out a thing this patch where they're delaying savage by a week Mm -hmm. so yeah they're they're delaying savage by a week and um that gives time to actually handle like all the new crafting stuff, um, which I thought was really great. And also gives time for everybody to do like the new story content, run the normal raids, uh, run the new extreme trial all, but like have time to do it. Cause normally what happens is the patch drops, normal raids drop, savage raids drop, all at the same time everything drops at the same time and we're all sitting there like (sighs) (laughs) so the community's like can we have a little break (laughs) can we we have some time between the savage drops and like the rest of everything else i'm so glad they did that also i am just making bank off of raiders right now just fucking bank off of raiders um so they 
ended up um uh they ended up uh doing the delay which gave everybody all of us room to do stuff it's great so i have run through the story msq though i haven't finished msq because there's like this little np there's like this little npc zone that you can hang out in but once you finish the msq for this patch you can't get back in there and i fucking love it in there so i'm just like holding off on it as long as i can on finishing it because i'm just like this patch was made for me it's got it is extremely Final Fantasy 4, which is one of my favorite Final Fantasy games. It is full of void scent and it's related to pirates. And that is all me and my little character and my character's lore is just like I'm living my best life right now. The next expansion is going to have Bacon's name written all fucking over <laughs> it. It's gonna say Lala Bacon. This is the expansion for Lala Bacon. <laughs> going to be my time i will be so obnoxious i am like unbelievably hyped for the next expansion but yeah I've, I've been running through the normal raids we i got to run through the normal raids with my static so we can like look at like look at um get an idea of probably the kind of bullshit they're gonna pull on us and savage this is supposed to be the hardest savage like one of the hardest savage like they're up the difficulty the devs are like this is gonna be this is gonna be tough this is going to be hard. Um, they gave me this giant lesbian Italian uh, character for the uh, extreme trial. And I love just getting my face stomped on literally uh, throughout that fight. That, She's a big I mean, lady. I mean that there are so many follow-up questions. <laughs> I can't go too much into it because it's a massive spoiler, but uh now can we do a neutral comparison between your big lady that you like to step on you versus the big lady du jour um lady demetresque yes lady demetresque here here i'm i took screenshots specifically for you all right we'll pass them along so i'm going to send those i'm gonna send those screenshots to you and you will i have so many screenshots And you will understand. Oh, listen, um, I'm here for it. Listen, I'm, I'm my favorite bit. My favorite bit is when the culture caught up to me, but that also invites other questions that we also don't have time for. So please continue. Yeah, I love. I like, like my harem is big. I've, I, I am absolutely a person who like, like people definitely have have their have their loves and whoever they ship with and their character with etc and um i don't really fight folks with those but i told everybody they can go fuck themselves on this one like this is this is my wife pass it along where is it i'm i'm i'm, I'm literally pulling them up right now well i ask because we communicate randomly through multiple um medium now so it's like you know, it's one of those things where you might be, I might look on Facebook Messenger and you're offline for 13 hours while being very active and clearly on Discord. And so I have to um, accept that. And then also, I can just text you for intrigue, making someone use their telephone, <laughs> using phone messages in uh, 2022. I enjoy that. That one cracks me up because I am not anti-text message. 
oh i understand but it's still intriguing it's it's just a little bit of intrigue because i don't i don't text message you i don't text you that's funny yeah i yeah (laughs) oh (laughs) so 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 halfway through the fight she turns into that other form right and uh yeah, there's there's some there's some literal she she's stepping on us. Like the Final Fantasy community has been asked to be stepped on one by this character, actually, and just in general. And they literally gave us a fight where that happens. I wonder how the like design session must go where we have to design a fight that will both challenge and arouse our unique community. <laughs> there Final Fantasy 14 in particular is very good at it. It's like they want to play, but we must not ignore the latent horniness in each and every member of our community. And it's important that we acknowledge that in all of our design and you can't make a horny game but you have to have horny spots just in case like an oasis in the desert little horny oasis in the desert and this is definitely one i definitely get it i definitely get it yep no that's this is my wife yes it's um i would not make a direct comparison i feel like um we don't have enough big ladies stepping on people like as yeah, a culture this is this is definitely not lady whatever her face is no level of I big lady i think there's a different type of big lady stepping on you and i think it um scratches a different itch for different people what we what we want here really is to have a big lady for everyone's preference and that's really the goal so we won't pit big ladies stepping on the users against each other it's like the whole raul julia luis guzman as gomez thing you don't turn you don't pit two latino two two hard-working latino actors against each other we're not gonna pit two big ladies who step on the user and arouse them for different reasons because diversity and equity is important going forward and acknowledge this person what is the name so we can know people can google this particular name what do they I, google i can't i can't say her name it's a massive spoiler so you can't no massive massive spoiler hmm. we will have to solve this conundrum no or i will okay the... please bleep this out okay please bleep this out um uh, her name is uh, uh, and she's one of the four arch fiends of Golmez, Golmez, and that's from Final Fantasy Four. We are fighting the four arch fiends. All right. So I can't actually say her name on the show. It's fine. Listen, <laughs> but, I find, but they all have very Italian names. As I realize, like I'm, I'm sitting here trying to brainstorm how do we communicate this to the audience without spoiling, right? And how do you not accidentally spoil? But I realize the innate passion for humanity to find the big woman that will step on them. It's not, it's as long as we bring it up 
they will find this character. It's not really a it's not really a thing I need to um create interest in. I don't need to like figure out how to communicate this with the audience. There is a big lady in the new content. It is Bacon's wife. She might be your wife. Let her step on your sternum and then see how you feel. And saying that will attract who is interested and they will do the thing. Nature will run its course. The circle of life. Like the Lion King was all about this particular problem. So again, we trust the users. Y'all got it. We'll talk yeah, about it so next I, week. How long are we? How long are we giving people before we um, bring in LJ and you guys start actually talking about these without beeps? I, I'm 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 just waiting for LJ to not be busy. Okay. That's but fair. so I sent you a link of who the bosses are and why this is important. <laughs> So, uh, we have fought some of them, and we're, like, we are absolutely going to fight the others, and, nigga, I am losing my shit. Okay. All right. We're we'll trying to get Justin, the world's greatest black father. Um, Dadimus Prime. Ultra Dadness. Yes. The, um on the program within a reasonable um time frame um he's just too busy being the greatest black father in u.s history and that's a commendable achievement and we want him to keep working towards it even if it means that he's not on the show as often as we would enjoy him on the program you know i miss justin justin where are you being a fantastic black father but soon. All right. Um, direction. But yeah, so I've been, yes. like I said, I've been, oh, I have to talk about this part. And you must talk about it. Let's talk on, about it. On top of not, I mean, so on top of like doing massive ungodly amounts of crafting, right. they gave us a PVE mode called Island Sanctuary. Uh, you have to complete Endwalker and reach a certain point, I believe, in the patch content to um, like get the unlock quest for... Yeah, I think you have to complete 6.1 and the 6.1 uh, side quest with Tataru in order to unlock Island Sanctuary. Um, and... Uh, which honestly, I like. I actually like because if they hadn't have done that, everyone would immediately have access to it and our servers would have crashed because <laughs> they're already they're already struggling because apparently island sanctuary say, shares the same servers as the housing and so like there are times i can't enter the fc house because <laughs> there's just like it's just like server overload so it's designed as just cozy content um everybody gets an island like every like and it's not a small island it's like a it's a, it's a really big island that you get to explore and uh, the more stuff you do on your island, your island ranks up. Uh, you get access to new buildings, new landmarks. Uh, you all the anim- all the creatures on the island are friendly. You can capture them and get products. You can use your uh, unionized, fairly paid, and has uh, reasonable working hours mammoths, which are 
basically like robots filled with aether. Oh yeah, and have very stark personalities. I love them so much. So everyone, um, so everyone is paid. Everyone is paid fair wages on your. They they F- have days off. You can designate what their days off are, but the days off are required. Okay, so you got <laughs> so you got them all working a sixty hour pay period, thirty hours a week. A more vibe on the <laughs> island, you know. <laughs> yeah, and so like they can create products for you that you can then. That then get sold and turned into island currency specifically. And you can use that island currency to put back into your island to grow the island. You also don't have to do anything. You can just have an island and just be like, bitch, I'm here. Um, uh, the, like you can AFK on your island. I, I grab everything I need for crafting sometimes and just go hang out on my island. Uh, there's like a little base of operations. They made it so you can have your minions just free roaming around the island and they even made it so like each of your minions actually says something. So I have 60% of the minions that you can get in the game without paying for anything. I have over 318 minions. I want you to know that that is, again, I only have 60% of the minions that you can get. And that's not the paid ones. And they all say something. <laughs> there were... There were people in charge of writing jokes for these minions. <laughs> <laughs> and there are some funny jokes. Like my major general minion. Major general is like this really adorable shark with like itty bitty legs. Little two little actual legs. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. it walks around. Just like walks around those two little legs. It does still have a shark tail. But it has like two little legs it walks around with. And like it's a little flippery. So it's like ooh. Um... <laughs> And uh, what he's what he does is he goes Donna <laughs> because his 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 little his little motion that he does is he'll like dive down and swim in a circle. Uh huh. But when he's doing that, he goes Donna, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, localization team, I see you. <laughs> um, That's so corny. No, I love it so much. Like, there's a there's a golden Namazu that I have, and he says, "Bask in my resplendence," <laughs> which is extra funny because I just have him hanging around with my sheep, so he's just yelling at my sheep. Good. <laughs> Namazu are like cat are like these little catfish people. Mm. They're the best. I love them. They also are are money mongering they're all about marketing and mercantiles and uh and like everything involving money and they 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 really are like they're just really adorable catfish creatures we need to have like um an index at some point for people who are unfamiliar so they can get an idea because i know you have a lot of minions and i've seen all of these minions and i know what you're talking about but they're actually so precious that we need to share so everyone else can see them and do the thing um so what i've also been doing is just oh there's also like a shine like you know if you're if you played pokemon there's like a shiny version of each pokemon where it's got off coloring right different coloring so there's shinies of all the creatures there's a shiny version 
and you get different products from the shiny version. <laughs> so now I'm like out here collecting shinies and again, also just chilling on my island. So they gave us like a full solo player experience. Although your friends can come over and visit your island. I had one, one of my friends was just island hopping and came over to see my island. And I was like, I love you. <laughs> uh, uh, in which we also found out one of the creatures is literally the same height as a Lala fell. And we were just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> that is hysterical. And also this thing is huge. <laughs> Three foot two. Um, so yeah, it's been a lot of lot of cozy comfort, and again, like that's been also keeping me from telling people about themselves, because you can't get mad when you're vibing on an island. Just just major vibes. So we've got like crafting. We've got like the new normal raids, which ex which definitely shows like a, a you know dysfunctional re relationship between a father and son. Then we've got. Um, there is cozy island with like supply and demand. Can ethically uh, manage your employees metrics. on your ethically acquired island. On my ethically acquired island, my unionized employees on my ethically owned island. <laughs> so it's 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 been good vibes. It's been it's been great vibes. Even as we're recording right now, guess what I'm doing? Crafting. C crafting. <laughs> I made like 4.6 million just selling like pots and raid food because somebody commissioned me to like make them like pots and raid food. And I'm like, yes, I will take your money. Hello. I like to think that it's branded K, but like the Mortal Kombat K, not like craft cheese K, but like okay, crafting K. Okay, but when you, when you craft something, your name is signed at the bottom of the craft. Really? Yeah. Yes, so your shit is watermarked? Yeah, no, I'll even show you. I do so much crafting. Like, there's, like, half of my FC members got my name, like, on their shit. So, so there's, like, a bacon brand gear? I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah, it literally says Lala Falafels. And it, it says it at the end of, like, e literally every object you craft. Huh. Yeah, if you put it in, like, your glamour dresser, it'll have... Well, th and that's also how you know if something's made by botters. Because there are known botters. And so, like, if you see, like, their name on stuff, it's like, oh, you bought that off of a botter. Like, here, here, I'm sending you a screenshot of, like, some food I made. Just, like, look at the bottom left-hand corner. I can't believe that Google Meet does not allow you to share pictures. Like, even on the paid version, you know what? Google, go fuck yourself. <laughs> so, you're, like, a, you're, like, branded, branded, like... Like H-E-B, like Safeway, like you're branded, branded. Like you sell a multitude of things, each branded from each branded as Bacon's character. That I did not know. Yeah, it's it's funny because like I have some friends who prefer crafting their own stuff, even if they like don't have like the materials for it mm. um, or they're not like or they don't have like the thing for it because it'll have their name at the bottom. So they'll have their own name on their stuff. Huh. That's really cool. I like making stuff for other people because I like them. I like seeing my name on their shit. Oh, yeah. No, no. I can see it. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. I um, always wondered outside of um, just, you know, being a crafter, like, what's the draw now? Having your name on everything everyone is eating, wearing, cooking, and sitting on is fucking.
fucking cool. I get it. It's also very Leo of you. We can mm-hmm. never doubt the raw Leo energy of you providing of bacon brand sushi, rice, plates, stoves, dining room tables, chairs, forks, boots, pants, t-shirts, hats, and glasses. Mm-hmm. No, I make glamours for people all the time. The only problem is when you put it in your glamour dresser, it like removes all personalization, everything. So some people what they'll do is they won't put the item in their glamour dresser. They'll just like keep it in their thing. Uh, there's actually one of the um, one of the Final Fantasy cre- like no, actually the cre- I want to say it's the creator of Final Fantasy has made like makes his own like branded stuff and then tells people not to put it in uh in their glamour dresser for fourteen. Like, and I mean the series, not like the not the not ff14 like but he he makes his own like branded like glamour gear and will like give it to people and be like hey i'm wearing like stuff made from this person Hmm. and some of the cutest dorkiest fucking shit ever (laughs) okay did not know that i learned a thing from master master crafts person yeah oh and the game also has because i'm doing so much crafting i'm getting these uh final fit final fantasy has some achievements where it's clearly like you should go outside and like drink water (laughs) and uh i just got another one of those i'm like 14 you can go fuck yourself um it's a it's called an eye for detail (laughs) <laughs> and it's craft 3000 well it's an eye for detail leather worker 3 i have the third rank of it and it's craft 3000 high quality items as a leather worker that's not an achievement i wanted yesterday last night i got the blacksmith 4 which is craft 5000 high quality items as a blacksmith and i'm like i also did not fucking want to know that Thank you, game. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> the phrase of the day. <laughs> I mean, you are the best at this, apparently. So it's important that no, the no, game... No, not the best. This is just bipolar ADHD hyperfocus. <laughs> Listen, do you understand the, co- the, the core of all quality, meaningful grind is mental unrest? and instability you don't do this shit otherwise no meaningful grinding happens none of it unless something is wrong (laughs) and we are we are learning to live with it we are managing it and in the process of managing it i will have crafted a dining room table bacon brand bread bacon brand salami mustard wrapper fridge battery light bulb cupboards and you all will fucking <laughs> enjoy my goddamn product because they're high quality. Yeah, all my housing items have my name on it. Yes. I have no doubt. Bacon brand bay doors. Bacon brand security. Got a little, little flag in the grass in front of the door. Bacon brand security. In which case you just show up and slap someone in the head and lurking around the house. Get out of here. Yep. So... Um, we assume, ultimately assume, that um, 
one problem leads to the other. That's one of the reasons why I um enjoy when you open the show with real life shit. Just so that we can frame the grinding. So we understand. So that you know, as you're listening, you're having a bad day. You're on hour six, hour seven. Don't worry about it. Have some water. Take a break. Eat some food. But understand. I, I have water. I had chicken. If you would like to make sure I'm still eating, uh, please please donate to our Patreon. Oh. <laughs> that's, right. that, that's my grocery money. No lie. And I'm especially broke right now. So grocery money, please. That's how I keep my chicken levels. Uh keep my keep my brain from um uh keep my brain from like s- snapping into a bazillion pieces. <laughs> it's also my Final Fantasy 14 subscription, please, for the love of God. It's little things. Like we like to be very transparent here. Um, the Porsches I've bought with my own money as an illicit weapons dealer and um, the um, Bacon's Groceries and the Final Fantasy subscription are all from um, you guys' pockets. And I like to be very transparent about that. It pays for my bus card. Yes. That was shade. Wait, I, I would, what? <laughs> I said that was shade. Not at you. Yeah, uh, patreon.com backslash on Fridays. Real life, real life, so real life um, donations go to real life people to do real life things, eat real life chicken, ride real life buses, and uh, play real life Final Fantasy. Um, that's neither here nor there. We are approaching time. Um, we will have more because there's a whole notepad that got hung up where it says on the notepad um final fantasy uh destiny content came out the season of the plunder where we're all pirates it's um absolutely silly um wanted to talk about the forspoken game about the um inner city black woman that has all the discourse and all the roasting and to be clear I'll be buying it, and we will discuss exactly how, because like um, Uber writer, thought leader, and activist Jeffrey Rousseau suggested that um, the first medieval fantasy game featuring a black female lead came from fucking Square Enix of all fucking places. That's why, that's why he's a writer and a um, speaker a master orator, a uh, commander of the public, and um, with his finger on the pulse of what we are thinking. That's neither here nor there. Also, Madden 23 is cursed. Um, I'll just leave that because I get 10 hours with it. I'm scared to download it because Erica um, had pointed out that before Madden came out, that putting Madden on the cover of Madden would create a cursed singularity that threatens to destroy us all. And um, lo and behold, the game is broken in ways that no Madden game has ever been broken before. Structural stuff. The game plays well, and then there are just structural problems, um, camera issues, weird glitches. Um, they're my favorite bit. There was um, one where someone had thrown an interception. The um, player had done his celebration. The defensive pl- they played it and stopped. 
all the defensive players were trying to tackle him through his celebration on the field. He was doing his little dancey dance. They were all trying to tackle him anyway. And then once he was done with his dancey dance, the other player assumed consumed control of him. And he ran back to the end zone with all the defensive players still unable to tackle him. <laughs> For a touchdown. Absolute fucked shit. Like I said, we will get into it. I am probably going to go to like a church and download that curse game so I can get more information. Madden's Cursed. Fortnite, DBZ, had a mashup. Yet another one of your favorite characters with a fucking gun. Love to see it. Doing Wait, the fucking which one? The Dragon Ball Z, Fortnite. Oh, yes! yes. Dragon Ball Z characters with guns! Yes, with guns. This is my favorite. There's a video I shared week, maybe a week ago, maybe a week and a half ago of Goku loading the shotgun, thinking better of it, hitting somebody with the Kamehameha, and then doing the gritty while they said he won. Fortnite is my favorite game. I never play and never watch. I love it. It's a culture mashup. See every year your favorite characters with a gun. Can't fail. Um, and uh, yeah, but again, these are things we will talk about. We will try and get Mega Dad, Ultra Uber Negro Dad, Father of the Century, Justin here, um, to further talk about Final Fantasy, possibly spoil the name and location of Bacon's wife, so you too can have your um, sternum slightly compressed by the woman who's significantly taller than you, and see how you feel about that in your whole body, see where, see where the sensations take you. But, that's for later. We have done a program. We have two golden rules. We've got, we've sent people down the um, Big Mama rabbit hole, which you always want to do. It's good for content and morale. And we have stuff saved over for next week. Or this week, we're probably going to do more than one. Is there anything else you'd like to add, Bacon, before we scoot? Um, we did the, we did the Patreon shout out. We did the stuff. We did the, we did the other things. Do we have people that we're shouting out? Uh, not now, but we will shout them out. We will shout them out. Um. Oh yeah. Yeah. We're, so we're really bad at this, but if you could like leave reviews for the show, that's actually super helpful. We're that's just, the thing. That's the thing. We haven't had reviews in a minute. Yeah. yeah we we are. Aaron and I are notoriously bad at this whole podcast thing that we are supposed to do where it's like, we're supposed to. Oh, we're fantastic at the podcasting. We're, Hold bad up, at we're the fantastic promo. at podcasting. We're really bad at like, there's like, you know, the extra networking related social media type stuff. It's important. It's important and we're bad at it and we don't remember. Please leave reviews. It's really helpful. Anywhere you see or hear this podcast, leave a positive review. iTunes is optimal, but either way, it's perfectly fine. Where you can leave a review. Spotify is good too because I think you can now leave reviews on Spotify. Yep. Wherever you see the review button, wherever you are listening to us, leave a review. We'll see it. My favorite bit is years ago, I suggested that everybody who likes the show just leave a review that says gang gang on it. So there's a chunk of reviews that just say gang gang. <laughs> yes. can we, wait, can, can we do that? I mean, you are, if you are pressed for time, as we are in our capitalist hellscape, 
Um, if you need to leave a review and you do not have the time to put your words together, you are at a red light. You are on a train and your stops coming up. Gang, boss gang, is a, gang, gang. There's no wrong way. There's no grammatical issues. There's no proper punctuation. Gang, gang. Just are you drop, on, are drop you them on, five stars in whatever words you feel like. However, however you feel, gang, gang is spelled. <laughs> That's a cultural, dialectical issue unique to you. We respect that here. By all means, do so. The fuck is wrong with us? <laughs> we like to give people options. There's nothing wrong with options. It's true. There's nothing wrong. Nothing with wrong options. with options. Nothing wrong with options. All right. That's our program. And uh, we will catch you guys later. Because I'm gonna try and see if we can do this more than once in a week. Even if that means some drastic changing of my work schedule. More on that later. <laughs> you guys have a pleasant day. Thank you guys for listening. Go ahead, stand up, stand up, stand up.